It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. I'm in here in the studio, the General Fitness Company studio, recording episode number 346. Yeah, we're starting another week. It is Monday, March 2nd. We're starting another month. Yeah, we're another week, another month, and we're ready. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's late. I'm ready to go to bed. But first, we got to finish this podcast. Actually, I finished the podcast. I'm actually just recording the intro so that you can have an idea what the hell this podcast episode is about. So look, I've been going through some stuff. <laughs> I've been going through some good stuff. I've been going through some 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 not so good stuff. You know, it's it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster lately. Like stuff's been going really well, and then like you know other stuff not you know not as well as I'd like. But you know, all in all, I'm really happy with the direction life is going. And I you know if everything was like perfect, then you'd like really be a little nervous and be like, oh boy, I'm about to die. <laughs> Right? I don't know. I got friends like that. Like, stuff is going right, and they be like, oh man, I'm scared, man. I think I'm about to die. <laughs> I got a friend like that. He's so like that. Everything, every time something good happens, he's like scared because he's like, oh no, something's about to go down. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, you gotta calm down, player. <laughs> it's not gonna be that bad. It's not really gonna happen that bad, man. So, it's how it is, though. Sometimes it's just the way life works, yo. But, uh, yeah, I mean, things have been going pretty well, but, like, I've been having some other stuff that's just kind of, like, uh, slightly disappointing. So check it out. Today I want to talk a little bit about disappointment and why disappointment, like, you know, really is disappointing. There's <laughs> a little bit more now. I want to talk about disappointment and why, like, disappointment really makes you... It almost like, yeah, it obviously it makes you feel like uh, you, you, you don't want to do it. you like, when you're disappointed, you don't want to go after it again, right? Like, when you're disappointed, you're like, I'm disappointed. I've been there. <laughs> definitely been there. And that's how it goes down. Disappointment that definitely throws you off. But why? Why should you keep going after disappointment? That's what we're going to answer today in today's uh, podcast episode. Uh, that's what we're going to answer in today's podcast episode why should you keep going after disappointment? I don't think I'm going to name this podcast that. That's way too long of a <laughs> way too long of a uh of a title. Maybe we'll go with this one. Here we go. I got one for you. Uh we'll call it when it almost all works out. Ooh. Ooh, that just that just rolls off the tongue when it almost all works out. Yeah, I like that. Episode number 346, underway. When it almost all works out. Lego! Let's talk about this today, because we've been going through, uh, we've been going through a, a few things lately. Like <laughs> life is interesting right now. 
Like I can't. I could say honestly right now, General Fitness Company is doing the best it's ever done. You know, and obviously, uh, I've been working hard. You've probably been listening to these three hundred almost 350 episodes and been kind of following along through this journey with my ups and downs, my ups where I was just like on it and like I was doing everything, firing all cylinders, training clients, doing podcasts on a daily basis, emails, (laughs) uh, a blog, you know, but uh, as it's kind of interesting, the evolution of this whole, uh, because I started this podcast not too long after I started the business, which is kind of cool because it almost, in a way, you you can listen back and I talk about some some topics about like what goes on in the gym and sometimes I talk about what's going on in my personal life and it's kind of interesting. It's almost like a journal in a way, but in a, at the same time, like you, I, I I'm giving out advice and how I deal with things and how I think that uh, my clients have dealt with things and how I think you should deal with things. So like, you know, it's, it's a little bit more in the journal. So, uh, and especially since like, it's not all the time about me, <laughs> but you know, obviously it's 300, almost 350 episodes. So every once in a while you get some stuff that's, you know, about me and you get to get a little ins- insight. You know, I think it's cool to get a little insight, see eventually uh, every once in a while, you know, all, not all the time, but every once in a while how this, how the sausage is made. So, uh, this is one of those introspective kind of uh, episodes today. I wanted to get a little bit deep, delve into the psyche just for a brief moment today and talk about like a, a few things. Just talk about like disappointment, talk about keeping good company, and you know, talk about like essentially, uh, you know, like even though that, you know, essentially living your life because, you know, life is filled with both uh, great, great moments as well as, well, disappointing moments. So I want to talk about uh, life in general, talk about these things uh, that we go through in our lives and why we go through them in our lives rather than, you know, sitting on the couch and just existing all day. <sighs> so <laughs> where to start? I don't want to go too deep into this one. It's a Monday. It's been a long day already. I'm just getting started with the week, but I have a lot of thoughts on my mind and I just don't have, you know, the thing is, <sighs> See, the thing is that, like, when you start something, like a business, right, you have a certain, like, let's say, you have a certain expectation of what is going to come about. Like, you know that it's going to be hard. You know that it's probably going to be harder than you've ever, like, worked before if it's something that you really want, right? But you just don't ever have a concept of what that feels like until you get into it. It's like a lot of things, right? When you do something that's amazing, you don't really know what it actually means until you execute on it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that was really hard, (laughs) right? So like, and I'm sure you've done this before. You've probably done something in your life. You know, you maybe can't think of it right now offhand, but... Uh, most people that are interested in making some improvements in their life, you know, obviously listen to this podcast, but also uh, they've probably already ex- gone through something where they've maybe undergone, undergone some kind of change or attempted some type of change and they've essentially either been disappointed or um, 
they, well, I guess you can only be one of two ways. I guess three ways, right? You could be like, whatever, right? <laughs> you could be like, well, I guess that just happened, you know, or you could be disappointed because it didn't work out the way you wanted, or you could be really excited, I suppose, right? Like, you know, like if, if something happens that you wanted to happen, you could be really, uh, really excited. So I guess there's three ways that you can uh, experience any one particular thing. But the thing I want us to think about today is that, well, in life, you never know what could happen, right? You never know what could happen. So I think that's part of the allure of life, right? Like a lot of people, let's, go, uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Okay, so I've talked about this before. I remember this. I remember the episode. It was like probably closer to episode 220 or something. But anyways, I talked about the hedonic, uh, hedonic machine. And that was like a little experiment that was run in, uh, uh, I think, the late 70s, maybe even earlier than that. But essentially what this, um, this little thought experiment was uh, that turned into a uh, somewhat realistic experiment. It was a thought experiment at first, and then it evolved into an actual experiment. But essentially what they did is they had these people imagine that they could uh, put on a machine or put on a helmet. They could essentially give them everything that they wanted right like you'd get everything you wanted exactly what you expected is exactly what you would get they would they found that these people that like donned this hedonic machine this machine that essentially gave them the opportunity to love exactly or to get exactly what they wanted from their life every single time you know what happened a majority of the people decided they didn't even want to use the machine. A majority of people decided, you know what, it's just not for me. A majority of the people rather have surprise or rather have a life in which they feel like they have, there's something that's left up to chance rather than having complete and total control. Right? Rather than having, rather than completely knowing every single uh, outcome, possible outcome. Rather than that, they ended up having a situation where essentially they decided that it felt better to leave life up to a little bit of chance. And you see the reason for that being, well, there's probably a lot of reasons for that, but I like to say that if you are, we are creatures that always have this thing called like, uh, it's essentially perspective, right? And it's what it is. It's like, hmm. <laughs> I guess I have a lot of things going on in my mind right now. I feel like I'm a little bit distracted. A lot of a lot of things have been going on uh, around here this pa- over these past few days. I'm a little bit distracted, but yeah, they got some people actually moving in upstairs right now, so I'm a bit distracted. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll keep this going. So check it out. So um, there's a guy that used to be, he, he started this company that was a really good company. The company made billions of dollars. He employed uh, a bunch of people, a few of the people that he employed make a, made a million dollars or so. And the company, the guy that started this company pretty much started from scratch. He had like uh, almost nothing. And then all of a sudden, the guy's like one of the great, yeah, I, I, I won't say that he's the best, made the best company of all time, but he's probably like top 1,000 companies of all time, right? This guy goes to see his psychologist friend, and he says that he's depressed, right? The guy, this guy has done so much. He's made like, you know, made billions of dollars, made other people millions of dollars, and he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats in his, in uh, starting his company. The guy says he's depressed because 
in comparison to his roommate, he hasn't done anything. But who's his roommate? Well, it turns out that his roommate was Elon Musk. His college roommate was Elon Musk. He was comparing himself to Elon Musk. Just about everybody in the world would probably consider themselves a failure and would be utterly depressed if they compared themselves to Elon Musk. The guy started three billion dollar companies. He launched rockets into space, rockets that were cheaper than a government agency, ten, a tenth of the price. He, he sent a car, he sent, uh, he, oh wait, he built an electrical car company, which is ridiculous. He took that electrical car company, took one of the cars from an electrical car company, put it on a rocket, sent that rocket out into space with his car on it. <laughs> and not only did he do that, do that, but he invented PayPal, which like bought up Venmo, which you're probably using, probably used this weekend to buy drinks or help pay for a meal or something like that. So yeah, the guy is pretty amazing. Like, <laughs> so the point of that, that whole story, that tangent is that like, we have perspective. So like, you even though you may be doing great, or even though you may be doing terrible, you're always related to something around you, or maybe even yourself, you know, like how you were doing in the past, because you don't really, like an action, among, uh, uh, action upon itself means virtually nothing, right? It has to have some kind of relative value. Movement means nothing if it's not relative to anything. Movement isn't movement if you're not moving in relation to something else, right? So, like, the reason why we reason why we try to undertake these projects rather than trying to sit that rather than just sitting around and hoping that like life works out for you is because we are constantly comparing our present with our past and if our past seems like if our present doesn't seem like it is compatible with our past and is not congruent with the the what we desire from our future, well then we move. It's like kind of the old thing, that old joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? It's it's actually really simple. The reason why the chicken crossed the road is because he thought the other side of the road was better. That's why we move. That is why. That is like one of those. I forget what that Chinese uh, word for it is. I think Chinese gin. I think it might be gin. But it's like those uh, ancient sayings that like are like knowledgeable sayings like what is the sound of one hand clapping or what if a tree you know the tree that that stuff so that's actually even though it's a joke it's actually one of those uh, chinese yins or jins where you yeah you know the actual question answer to that question is that you know you don't always get the answer to that question it's supposed to be answerless question but the answer to that question is well because the it's because of value be the chicken believe that there's more value on the other side of the road than where he was and that's where i we do these things. That's why we don't just sit on a couch every day and eat potato chips and think about what's coming on next on Netflix. Now, you may do that occasionally, but that's not the goal. That is not the, uh, if you encapsulate your whole life, that's not what your whole life is about. Well, hopefully it's not. (laughs) Hopefully it's not. Hopefully there's sporadic points where you uh, may be watching Netflix and just hanging out on the couch. And hopefully for the most part, you're providing value for the rest of the world and being a valuable citizen. But anyways, that answers the question of why you don't just sit around staring at Netflix all day and you go out and actually do something. Now, given the fact that we have the possibility of not only changing your situation by succeeding, but also by being disappointed in your losses, the, other, the next question is, 
if there's essentially a 50-50 chance that you'll win or lose or you'll desire or not desire the outcome of your next actions, what is really the driving force to make you want to, you know, because obviously you have a 50% chance, right? So you have just as much chance of losing as you do have winning, essentially. I mean, obviously, I mean, if you're just going on an empty slate where it's like, you know, you don't have any, you don't have any other factors contributing to uh, your decision. Any decision is either a yes or no, a desired or undesirable outcome. So why with the, with the 50% chance, so to speak, of an undesirable outcome, do you uh, partake in anything at all? And again, we go back to value, but it's more than that because progress. We like to progress. Not only does value have something intrinsic to our soul or to who we are as individuals because we all want to have value we also want to have that that feeling of movement you want to have a feeling of progress of some sort not only do you want to have that thing that you want in your life but you want to have that feeling of progress so you move you move because you find value in that movement and the reason why we move from point A to point B is because, because we find, I kind of went backwards on that now I realize, but the reason why we go backwards, or the reason why we go from point A to point B is because we believe that movement that we made is more valuable at point B than it is at point A. So those are the two things. That covers disappointment, and that covers why we risk disappointment and why we make movement at all. So how do you recover from disappointment, right? Because it's pretty easy to recover from success, right? You fucking party. <laughs> what happens when you're successful? You party, right? That's not pretty, that's not hard at all. You can kind of figure out what happens when you do something great. You're like, oh, I, I, that's what I wanted. That's the desired outcome. It's time to party. But what do you do when you have an undesirable outcome? What happens when you just, when something goes wrong and you have to figure out what to do next, right? Because there's a couple of things that can happen, right? If you have an undesirable outcome, there's a couple of things that could be the possibility. First, it could be that you did, you executed incorrectly, right? That could be part one. So to put the blame on yourself is probably, it's probably the best bet, and it's definitely the first thing you should look at. Second of all, it could be the actual situation. It could be the person that you're dealing with, the environment you're dealing with, uh, the timing. And that's, and that's the reason why you want to look at yourself first is because looking at those other things is a lot harder. You got to be a little bit more of a detective to figure out, all right, was it me or was it the other person? Or was it me or was it the location? Or was it me or was it the timing of my, of my actions? So like, it's definitely better to assume that you are the problem rather than assuming that other, other factors are the problem. Cause I'd say like, Assuming that other factors of the problem is a completely ruling out, is essentially ruling yourself out of the equation and essentially saying that you have no responsibility in what happened, whether it's yay or nay. And nobody wants to have no responsibility if you won, right? And obviously, nobody really wants to have responsibility if you lost. But it's good to have responsibility when you lose because at the end of the day, if you want to win in the future, you have to take some kind of responsibility for your losses. Because if you don't take responsibility for your losses, how are you going to learn from those losses? Essentially, what you're going to be saying is that that loss is based on someone else's, something else's problem. 
And that is not a winning formula at all. Because, like I said, if we go back to my original statement, it's easier to go and find out what's going on with you. It's a lot harder to find out if the timing is wrong, if the person that you're talking to was in a bad mood, if you were just in the wrong location. It's a lot harder to do that. So maybe it's not the right thing. I don't know if it's the right thing, but I find when I lose or when I find that I didn't get the result that I wanted, I look directly at myself first. I look at myself in the mirror, I look at myself and say, what am I doing wrong? Or what did I do wrong that I need to correct so I can get into that, so I can get back onto the path that's going to lead me to what I want to get from life. So that's why I think, uh, that's how you get over disappointment. And I think that's why it's important to actually execute. Whether it's a win or a loss, you have to know, you have to get directions. That's essentially how it goes down. You have to have directions. Not only do you have to have directions, but you have to know where you are. And you won't know where you are if you're not finding out if you're winning or losing. And you won't know where you're going if you're not analyzing after your wins and your losses. So you got to play the game. Not only do you have to play the game, but you have to be willing to lose so you can play the game even more. Because at the end of the day, I've talked about this before, it's not about, it's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you play the game. Yes, but it's more than that. It's whether you win or lose, it's about how you play the game, but it's all about also about how many games you play. Because the thing is that if you want to win life, if you want to have the most fun in life, you're going to play the most games. And the most games doesn't mean having the most wins. It definitely doesn't mean the most losses either. But it means you having the ability to take, what, take the feedback from each decision that you make and extrapolate that into another decision or another action that hopefully is more successful than the previous action. And that, my friend, is why you undergo disappointment. So that you may hopefully in the future learn from those disappointments so that you can get exactly what you want. All right, so that does it for my Monday. I wrapped that up nicely with a bow. (laughs) Feeling good about that one. All right, so look, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with your friends, share it with family, share it with strangers. Why the hell not? You know, tell a random person, just like, yo, this is that new podcast, yo. Check it out. It's awesome. All the cool kids are listening to it. No, but for real, I really appreciate you sharing this. And if you've already shared it, I thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Also, do me a favor. If you uh, haven't done this yet, leave a rating and review. I haven't seen one in a while. So if you, if you, if you, if you left one, you didn't leave it on Apple to Apple Music. <laughs> so, yeah, do that for me, Apple Music fans. All right, so yeah, let's let's head on out of here. Oh yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to subscribe too. Do that because that means whenever I uh, release a podcast episode, which would be every Monday through Friday, it was last week was every it was Monday through Friday last week. I'm excited about that. But yes, every Monday through Friday, uh, we release a podcast episode towards the evening time, and you can listen to it in the the following day. Or if you're feeling really bold, you can listen to it right when it comes out, and you'll be able to do that because if you're subscribed to the podcast. It will give you a notification saying General Fitness Company Cast has just released a new episode. And then you can listen to it. You just click on that little notification and you listen to it and it'll go right to it. All right, that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you're having a great day or a great evening or a great morning. Whenever you listen to this, I hope it's great. Thanks for listening. I think I said that already, but thank you so much for listening. <laughs>
<laughs> keep listening and keep good company.